Hello, this is future Kaylee, because I realized while editing this podcast episode that I said, well, I would alter between Jack the Reaper and Jack the Ripper, and I can't believe Amanda nor I noticed that when we were recording, so this is the little disclaimer beforehand that his name is Jack the Ripper, not Jack the Reaper. All right. Let's get on to the episode. Hello, welcome back to Late Night Ramble with Kaylee and Amanda. So, on today's episode, Kaylee and I thought it would be pretty cool to talk about another unsolved mystery case and keeping that Halloween spirit up, you know. Um, so, we're going to be talking about Jack the Ripper. I meant to sound scary. I don't know if it worked. <laughs> you do your monster voice. <laughs> Okay. Oh gosh. I always get like nervous. <laughs> okay. Jack the Ripper. <laughs> that was good. That was oh God, good. That was really bad. No, oh I tried gosh. to do it like oh last gosh. episode or whenever you did your monster voice and I just like totally fluked and then I just like try to save it with a laugh and I was like, yikes, that was bad. Because I can do it too, but I get nervous. <laughs> you should try it this time. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I can't allow that. Yes. Okay, sorry. Um, You're like, so anyway. yes. <laughs> so, yeah. So, we're going to be talking about Jack the Ripper. And this actually came about because one of the theories that goes with this case, which I guess kind of fits with our, se- our theme with Unsolved Mysteries, kind of in our podcast. But, um, yeah, but you will we'll point out once we get to it, but it won't be for a while. But let's explain basically. Let's give some background basically about Jack the Ripper. So it's unsolved because no one knows who Jack the Ripper is. That's just the name that was given to this murderer and mm-hmm. his murder. Well, he gave a- himself the name, which is kind of interesting. Yes, yes because yeah. um, there was these notes that were given to police or to news outlets where. Um, he was saying, oh, I did this murder, blah, 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 blah. And then he signed it. He's like, you know me, that was me. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yep, that was me, guys. And also call me Jack Bear because that sounds nice. That's literally how it went. Um, and then they called him that. <laughs> and I guess they just went along with it and then just followed what he said. But so basically, um, there were five murders that happened in London in 1888 near the east end of London in the Whitechapel area. And these murders were um, coined as the canonical five. And they, they all happened from August to, let's see, to November. So pretty close to each other. And then they just stopped. So And that's why they're all like correlated with Jack the Ripper. And we'll get to that in a second. Also, by the way, all this information is once again from BuzzFeed Unsolved. And then we'll link that down below mm-hmm. so then you can watch their video if you really want to but we're basically covering the same thing so um so yeah so there's a string of murders and what was weird was that there was no motive and that's a really big thing in murder cases is that like a motive like for example like if a husband murders his wife which is awful i mean any murder is awful but um normally there's motive for example money you know mm-hmm. but yeah jack the ripper was just anonymous 
there seemed to be no motive. It was just these random killings of five women. Oh, also, like, wasn't it, were they all prostitutes or were the majority of the prostitutes? I think they were all prostitutes. And that was another common theme of, like, Jack the Ripper did not like sexual girls or prostitutes in London, apparently. Yeah, and that also goes with one of the suspects that it might make more sense. Well, we'll get into that later, but... Yeah. So the first murder happened August 31st, 1888, and her name or the victim was Mary Ann Nichols. Um, that's all I wrote. He killed multiple Marys. Sorry. Were you noticing that? Yeah. Um, multiple. There's two. Wasn't the last one Mary too? Yeah. So there's two. Well, I guess two out of five. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) Whatever. Um, I, okay, I was not able to write down like, who found the bodies, but I noticed a trend also, like, every time someone found the body, it was a man, so that was interesting. But- I noticed that, too. That was kind of weird, because I was like, how come none of, like, no, no women were finding the bodies? And, the, and then, okay, this is just weird, but I was, like, coming up with this theory where possibly, like, all the men were part of this scheme, and I'm like, hmm. Ooh, that's an interesting theory, Amanda. I did not think about that. I don't know why, like, because, because, yeah, now that you pointed out, I was like, oh, yeah, I was thinking the same thing, like, they're all men. Anyways, yeah. go on. Yeah. Um, well, I guess I, I could imagine, like, more men walking around late at night, you know? Bit, True. Um, but, I mean, heck, I mean, these women were walking around, so clearly some women were walking around. Um, but anyway, yeah, so then the next murder happened. September 8th of 1888 and her name and the victim was Annie Chapman and this was on 29 Hanbury Street and as you'll find again like a common trend with the with the murders that it pretty much gets more gruesome each time so with Mary Ann Nichols it, it was you know it was like a classic murder I guess and then yeah you know he was like building up the reputation at that point you know right 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 <laughs> I don't think he really had the name yet and then yeah. with Mary I mean sorry Annie Chapman her womb was removed which oh, yeah. was weird and so then this also proved to like police and investigators that the killer must have anatomical knowledge or you know obviously mm-hmm. to like remove the womb especially like each time it seemed like the murders happened, it was pretty quick and seamless. And then people would find the body only like 30 to 45 minutes later. So, yeah, he, he whoever Jack the Ripper was, was good at what they were doing. He was skilled. He had to cover it up. Yeah. And, which I, I think is also surprising because if this is Jack the Ripper's first time killing like these five women, again, like, to be that skilled I guess at murdering them is interesting as well because then that also makes me think has he killed before you know before the canonical five very true yeah like now that you've said like because you brought up how he was pretty skilled at what he did um and that's kind of like interesting because it's like he was like playing a game like when he would (laughs) (laughs) you know he's skilled at letting girls oh Oh, well that comes in later but um (laughs) he like i think it was like the way it made it seem was like he was almost like playing a game like he would send these letters and it was almost like silly to him like that's like i don't know how it was coming off as and i was like whoa i feel like that's a lot 
that happens a lot with anonymous killers. Like I feel like they like the the rush and like they like the mm-hmm. fame of being mysterious, you know, and then also like sending out dupes or red herrings of being ha ha mm-hmm. it was me or was it you know making everyone yeah. guess and be on their toes and then they just hide in the shadows so i think that's what makes those kind of cases more interesting to people because yeah just like the mystery behind it and just never really knowing who it is mm-hmm. um but yeah so then the third murder happened september 30th of 1888 and the victim was elizabeth stride and the well actually september 30th there was two murders so elizabeth stride was the first one and then a few blocks down uh was Catherine eddowes i'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce her last name and they were only like 45 minutes apart so again you can kind of see a theme of really quick and then bam bam yeah yeah but yeah so then with elizabeth stride it obviously was a murder so never looked great but then Catherine Eddowes especially she was so yeah she was murdered a few blocks down but she her face was mutilated and basically unrecognizable so that's as you can see like that they are getting extremely worse with time because yeah to Mm -hmm. like be unrecognizable you gotta really like hack off their face like no definitely yeah because this wasn't the same one victim that who's actually and I don't want to spoil it so I'm not going to say <laughs> never mind just continue <laughs> okay I think no I because the last victim was because you weren't you know that trend of like it getting brutally worse every single right, time because right. the last one was pretty bad but anyways yeah, continue. yeah we're getting there yeah. um but then after this was where finally the first clue came to the limelight uh-uh. and Catherine Edos's apron piece was found by alfred i did not get his last name but the guy's name was alfred (laughs) Um, and then again during this time was like sort of religious beliefs uprising so then police and investigators started to hypothesize if he was if the murder was maybe anti-semitic yeah anti-semitic if possibly like that was a common theme because i don't know like what the women's beliefs were but maybe that mm-hmm. was something they noticed but that was also mm-hmm. just like a trend of the time um and then again since these two murders were so close uh they started to like once again theorize or hypothesize if um the murderer lived in east london oh yes he for so he first went to kill Elizabeth and then went to kill Catherine, but then went back the same direction he killed Elizabeth. So that was weird because obviously a bunch of police were swarming this area at the time. So he clearly had no, um, he was pretty confident that he wasn't going to get caught going yeah, straight he, back to the murder scene, which is yeah. kind of crazy. Exactly. So, I mean, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so uh, actually sorry wait no just kidding sorry um so then october 30th i mean 30th october 13th 1888 um there was a police search of the city this is like when they did like a heavier um search of you know maybe there's some more clues later on they didn't really find anything again the main the main clues was just like that apron piece and then like 
journals mm-hmm. or you know notes or letters that were sent to random people but again these were all alleged because none of them really confirmed that they actually were from the jack the reaper um so yeah really happened there sorry go ahead yeah oh do you remember i think it was after this killing i want or the two on um that night um where you know the letters kept being sent to the police and then i think like <laughs> one was sent with like a kidney oh, and, oh yeah. yeah and then but then they're like oh my gosh it might be a medical student and it was just a prank so no no they said yeah. oh it might be jack the reaper but then they found out it was medical students playing a prank which oh, what kind right. of prank is that <laughs> yeah because that that was another thing that kept coming up with this where people kept like almost like impersonating him like not a lot yeah. but like sometimes you know but that happens a lot with again like mysterious code for people i don't know what's wrong with people but they kind of say it's for like the fame you know like the the one moment of fame t- to be in the spotlight to like impersonate the killer you know mm-hmm. or you know, maybe like leave again like the red herrings to throw police off the investigation which is a weird way to like want to be in fame i've never under- understood that where like people will pretend that they're a killer but then they end but then people or police investigators find out that they're not which i'm like why why would you want to be remembered as yeah. that <laughs> that doesn't make sense to me i uh, know i agree i don't it i don't know yeah so now on november 9th 1888 was the last killing of five and the victim was mary kelly the second mary that amanda was talking about and this was the final order but also the probably the worst one because her body was disemboweled and skinned alive and yeah we'll just leave it at that because wow that that's just I mean, don't imagine that, but, like, uh, I'm sorry, but it's kind of hard not to. No, definitely. I'm, like, thinking about it right now. And also, she (laughs) was found in her bed. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That's a good point. Yes, so she was found in her bed, which I think was different about the rest where they were all in the streets, but she was in her home. So that was weird. So then people... um, cast speculate what jack the reaper looks like because there were some testimonies of women's or just random people saying oh i saw or i thought i saw him because like maybe Mm -hmm. they see a man that they thought was him that was like near the crime scene during the time and Mm -hmm. the description that kept adding up was a man that was around 25 to 35 that was fair and stocky either five foot five or around five foot seven and had a mustache. So I guess that's what Jack the Reaper is supposed to look yeah. like. Um, it's yeah. honestly kind of funny because I feel like a lot of people maybe in London at that time might match that like description. Just from what I'm thinking, like in the back of my head. So I'm like, wow, it's really descriptive. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, so now let's get into the suspects, suspects and the theories well no there's not many theories i guess these go hand in hand yeah 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 so amanda i don't know if you have them written down um you can take those away i do one. montage montague <laughs> oh. <laughs> montage 
<laughs> I think it's so corrected. Okay, Montage Johnson. Montage. <laughs> oh my god. Montague Johnson drew it. So he you really were Montague, weren't you? For Romeo. Yes, I was. No, it's because it's spell corrected and I still got it wrong even when you told me what it actually was. Okay. Suspect number one. Okay. So this suspect, I have a few things in mind. So he had an interest in medicine, which honestly seemed to be a trend with a lot of like just this case in general, just because of the way how it just seemed like whoever was doing this had to have some knowledge of like just human anatomy like for to be able to cut out like either kidney or the um uterus or whatever it was you know and so um yeah so he uh was interested in medicine but then i just skipped to he was found dead in the thames river (laughs) because eventually he was a suspect but I don't really know exactly why he was. I feel like well, he was kind of like one where I'm like, how is he really a suspect? But well, no, well, but go on. Since he died in the river, they were suspecting. Oh, did he commit suicide because of the murders, and then didn't want to get found? Oh, I see. I see. Um. Okay. The next one was Ostrog, right? Yeah, Michael. Okay, Michael Ostrog. Next, next suspect. But this one was all. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. So in the BuzzFeed Unsolved um, video that we had watched, we found out that Ostrog had some homicidal tendencies. And it was kind of funny because they were like, how do you just have homicidal tendencies? True. Wait, like, they brought that up? How- true. Like, yeah. How I was like, true. You- I mean, the- what I'm thinking of is that, you know, there's been a common theme of um, murderers will kill like animals before they kill humans so maybe maybe that's what i'm thinking okay that makes sense because i remember them saying that i'm like well i've never really thought about that like when i watch like crime shows and stuff like i've never really thought about like when people say like homicidal tendencies like i don't really take a while like think about it i'm just kind of like oh yep i guess they had homicidal tendencies but i guess this guy (laughs) did and now that you're saying that at the animal killings like that makes sense that's the only um, one I can like, think about because I'm trying to think about other like homicidal tendencies and yeah, like wouldn't you want to keep an well, eye on someone that has yeah that would just tendencies? like yeah be a major red flag to me if anyone around me had homicidal tendencies yeah I wouldn't be like oh yeah everything's fine but then again I sometimes feel like- love knives and love to just you know look at yeah people and I, I don't know where I was going with that I, I was like trying to like make it yeah like, I don't know weird. but now that I'm thinking about it, like maybe back then mental illness was not as accepting like as it is now you know so maybe that's why they kind of were like yep he just homicidal tendencies well right. I, I feel like you can say that especially about like suspect number three because Aaron cause Kermansky because yeah um, Sorry, yeah, oh my god, I forgot like, his names. Oh my god, um, he was in an asylum, but um, well, he resided in an asylum, True. and the the reason why like he was a suspect was because of that, and also well, not just because of that, but um, you know, he was a misogynist, so then that also like related to like oh, directly killing women like prostitutes, and like because he didn't like that either, so that was another reason why. Um, but yeah, with Michael Ostrange, Strange, um, 
Yeah, it was just like many of the homeless little tendencies, but he was never, I don't think he was ever in an asylum or I think he was just freely living his yeah, life. Yeah, I don't think so. But basically, like, he was a suspect, but there just wasn't enough evidence to back up him being the killer. Yeah, well, well, with all three, those first three, they were, like, the main suspects at the time. But they, yeah, there wasn't really enough evidence. Because everyone's just speculating at this point. But suspect number four was kind of just like a funny one, I guess, for people. Where <laughs> they coined it as Jill the Reaper. And... They maybe people were like, oh, maybe the murderer is a girl, and I guess that can make sense because uh-huh. no one would be thinking that way, and that would come out of left field. And yeah, I mean, I guess and then you they were also ex- thinking like, I think you wouldn't also expect no, that. Yeah. Sorry, because yeah, statistically, uh, murderers are men, and um, yeah, well, I don't know if they knew that at the time. Maybe I guess I don't know. I feel like they would. Um, and then also, like, yeah, women killing other women specifically because, like, the pro- I mean, unless she's, like, she's a really angry woman. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I, I think that's also, like, there was, like, a good, some, like, good reasons why it could be Jill the Reaper instead of Jack the Reaper. Just, like, really throw people, throw people off. But I, I don't necessarily believe in that one. I don't either. I think, like, maybe the one thing where I was like, uh, yeah, like, that'd be... I was gonna say cool this isn't cool <laughs> but like that'd be like pretty um interesting if it was her because like they were saying like maybe she's a midwife you know so mm-hmm. she already had some knowledge about you know uh female anatomy so maybe she just it would it would fit for her to be that the killer but uh oh, that, yeah, that's oh, not oh, really the sorry, theory that I say- would think yeah because you saying about the midwife thing it also would be yeah again like less expected of a woman to kill and like let's say like she had blood on her sleeves no one would suspect anything true they said um very true um yeah so suspect five was kind of weird i didn't um so yeah so suspect five is prince albert victor christian edward (laughs) oh my gosh yes yes Uh, one with law names um <laughs> and do you wait can you explain that one a little bit more because i don't know if you you have um, more information on him yeah from what i can remember he was prince right okay. yeah and... come on wait was he not his name is prince albert oh right <laughs> <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> um so from what i can remember he again didn't like prostitutes right i think yeah and so then um it could have been that his wife had given him the order to like kill these women and no no, wasn't his wife a prostitute or someone was a prostitute right and then like he got mad another one i'm trying to think of who that was but it was it him i thought no i thought that was him too wait no, it wasn't him. It was someone else. Because that was the one both. that mostly related to the fifth killing. Do you remember that? Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But I thought his that same thing had oh, happened. Oh, you thought with he was both? No, I, th- I thought like the same thing happened with his wife as well. But maybe I'm wrong. Oh. No, because, okay, there was one suspect. I'm trying to remember who it was. Oh, Barnett. Barnett was Mary Kelly's roommate. I know, but let's save that one because that one's the better one. Sorry to say that one. <laughs> okay, but moving on to um, the prince. 
um from what i can remember he didn't really seem like he was like a big suspect if i'm gonna be honest but like, yeah it was kind of whatever it was kind of funny yeah it just kind of seemed like he did the dirty work for his wife like that's just what it seemed like well and it, it also seemed like oh they can cover it up because of ro- royalty royalty oh yeah and so they had a lot of people that wouldn't um rat them out pretty much so yeah um yeah so then suspects so suspect six was walter sickert and he was an mm-hmm. artist and the main thing with him who wait sorry who was it again that like really thought it was him patricia what, what, cornwall thank you um yeah and she like was really adamant that it was walter because <laughs> of his obsession with jack the reaper i mean even one of his paintings i'm pretty sure was named jack the reaper's oh what what jack the reaper's diamond wait what was it okay i found it out it's jack the reaper's bedroom is what he titled it but yeah but anyway so he had this obsession i guess with um a weird obsession with jack the ripper but i'm pretty sure it was kind of him being odd you know i i've heard of people having a weird like admiration i guess for murderers or mysterious ones at least wow well same yeah, thing I remember I same thing kind of happened I mean not same thing but like the thing I can like put, give an example to is like a lot of people were really attracted to Ted Bundy you know but obviously he was a murderer oh, so that's God. I guess a good example you could say yeah that's true yeah that's actually yeah that's very true um yeah, yeah I don't know I, yeah I agree with you though like maybe he just kind of was like curious to paint them I don't think he was the murderer yeah but then go but, ahead um, and go back to Aaron real quick. Okay, yeah. So going back to Aaron Kaminsky, which was the, 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 oh my gosh, the last suspect we talked about before Jill the Reaper. Um, so basically the there was also some, oh yeah, yeah. The third suspect. There was some information that, you know, we thought we might add in. So basically. We're pretty sure Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. We're pre- yeah, we're pretty sure this information relates to Kaminsky. So, um, this is the guy you know that had that's a misogynist, and he basic. Okay, so someone really thought it was him. They were like spot on. They're like, no, it's this guy. We know it's him. We definitely know because they found his semen and blood on um, one of the pieces of physical evidence from one of the um, killings. But then, oh wait, yeah, wait, sorry, because. They also knew that because he had a certain mutation, like, and I think it was called 14.1C, and then, yeah. go ahead. So. Yeah, but it was actually 15.1C. <laughs> is that what it was? Yeah, 0.1C, which is basically what most of, um... 99% of Europeans, have. yeah. So then they found out that that was dumb. Sorry, <laughs> no. <laughs> but they were just like, oh yeah, it's probably not him. Well, so I guess that's well, good that they didn't arrest him. That would have Well, all their evidence was screwed after that because the 14.1C mutation was like one in a million, basically. Excuse me. And then mm-hmm. the 15.1C, yeah, was 99% of Europeans. And that also made the apron evidence useless. So that they just like effed up everything in the case because that's the only evidence they had. And then they had to throw it out. Yeah. So there's false information, then yeah, Sorry. yeah, no, Lost. but <laughs> yeah, so that was just kind of like, all right, 
but um yeah so going back to walter sick sicker is that well yeah i don't know we can... um yeah he was just kind of like hmm. yeah so <laughs> suspect <laughs> number seven um which i believe if it's gonna be any of these people it would probably be him anyone same same yes it just makes the most sense well yeah it's just logical so hit so the seventh suspect is joseph barnett and he, like amanda said earlier he lit he was actually the roommate of mary kelly and he was basically infatuated with her but she didn't really think of him that way he would actually refer to her as his wife even though they weren't in any sort of relationship at all that was Definitely weird platonic. yeah and so then she started kind of getting weirded out and they had an argument about it and then this is what makes him like very much like a suspect because then right after the argument he like left the apartment and then no longer was her roommate and then 10 days later she was murdered that yeah. was a little weird um but then for, to add on to all that um so again like he kind of starts to, like she he knew obviously who she was and stuff and since he was so infatuated with her people are starting to speculate maybe he killed the first victim to scare her to not go and that worked for a little bit but then he continuously was trying to scare her by killing these women so he so she would have to resort to him for safety but then once that argument occurred between them then he knew he just had to kill her and that's why it also seems more like him because she was the last victim and then it stopped after her and she was the only victim to be in her bedroom and it was not as common at the time or I feel like it's harder just to like actually I take that back because it was easier to do murder sin because they didn't have as much like stuff to like figure it out yeah but I guess it would be harder in the sense to perform it if that makes sense but um but yeah, yeah. for example to like get into her house you know and he knew how to but like, easier than mm-hmm. a typical person because he lived there yeah so back like speaking of like barnett like i think it was weird because he just like had a thing against like prostitutes and he didn't oh, like right, that right. and basically i think like eventually mary was like she stopped going out and um doing that like to make a means for herself because he would like provide for her but then she had to do it again because he wasn't working and then he's like but I don't want you to do that so then he killed all these women and then he killed her and like it was weird because everything kind of seemed like it it kind of seemed like she didn't like okay actually I'm not gonna say this like like put well actually now I'll say it like put up a fight like everything seemed like really organized and clean like you know her clothes were just sitting there like lying out like just kind of folded I'm like oh okay that's kind of interesting also I believe that this is with Barnett where he had lived in multiple places in East London so he's pretty familiar with the area which makes sense how he would know like ways around the city um Mm -hmm. so yeah he's definitely the one that I also agree with um, would be the killer if I were to pick anyone. Unless someone's been covering up for him and, like, just really knows how to get around. Like, I really don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. So, one of the last few suspects, at least that BuzzFeed talks about, but then we have another one after this one. That's funny. So, suspect number eight is James Maybrick. And he was an upper-classman cottage... Cottage? 
but yeah no yeah cottage cottage right no cotton merchant yeah okay cotton i was like cottage. <laughs> yeah cotton. Like, cottage. no i was like are you gonna say like cottage cheese <laughs> yeah because I, I was thinking of a cottage and i was like that is not what he did okay yeah. cotton merchant mm-hmm. and um apparently the like diaries or letters that jack the reaper sent out were also like some of the letters were found under his estate and mm-hmm. like buried buried under it so people were like oh did he write them and it was weird because he had the same paper that jack the reaper had and apparently it was like really rare like there's only like 24 copies of the specific kind i guess yeah when when they said that i was kind of like maybe it would be second on my list but i don't know yeah because other things the, counter no like, yeah because yeah. then the thing is like then someone else fessed up to those being theirs and like again kind of like pulling the prank of oh i'm jack the reaper you know mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm really a rebel sorry okay that was like my second time making that reference on this podcast um and- we, get it, we get it just the way i said it, it made me think of that no, anyway but um you guys should watch it anyways <laughs> oh it, okay <laughs> but- not like it has anything to do with this but anyways go on but yeah um but the other thing that did make him look suspicious, because even though, like, they used the same paper and that, like, he had, like, the letters buried under his house, it kind of seemed invalid because it was all legit and it was never really confirmed if that was even Jack the Reaper. But anyway, the thing that was weird was that there was a pocket watch and on the back of it, the initials of the victims were on it. Jack the Reaper's name and Jay Maybrick was etched into it. So that yeah. was weird. Uh, and it, and then also the people that tested to like f- figure out like what it said because like they tested years and years or centuries later or a century later and then they definitely confirmed that it was etched in like during the time of the murders or at least like in 1880s time so yeah definitely pretty weird I don't know why True. he would do that if that was him or if someone else would do that again maybe it was like someone that was trying to pull the prank kind of thing which but then why would you stab your friend in the back you know that'd be really weird unless like again motive to like take him down because maybe they didn't like him because he was upper class i don't know that's just a theory i have um true yeah but this last one is why we decided to do jack the reaper (laughs) in the first place (laughs) or cover jack the reaper so this one was just really weird and i'd never heard of it because i've heard of jack jack jacker jack the reaper before (laughs) but i had never heard of this um suspect so as you all know about alice in wonderland the person that wrote alice in wonderland an alice in wonderland jesus christ i cannot speak right now is lewis carroll and I'm just going to read what this article says. So it says, quote, Lewis Carroll, author of Fantastical Children's series Alice in Wonderland, seems an unlikely candidate for a cold-blooded murderer. Although the theory has been written of as a fringe belief and is supported from rather from some rather dubious evidence, the author is known to be a sketchy character who reputedly wrote his famous his most famous book under the influence of drugs. A man named Wallace something invested a an immense amount wait of- what wallace something yeah i don't know if that was his last name <laughs> or if they legit did not know his last name because <laughs> well, they capitalized something yeah 
anyway, invested an immense amount of perhaps futile time into proving Lewis Carroll was Jack the Ripper, a notorious murder, murderer who slaughtered several women during the 1880s, yet remained unidentified. He supported this conclusion by rearranging snippets of Carroll's works into so-called confessions and highlighting the author's close proximity to the murder's occurrence. However, these conjectures are decidedly implausible and likely to remain as a mere speculation, end quote. <laughs> wow that's but that one I found interesting because I've never heard that in my life yeah me either because I knew Lewis Carroll was a little um well I knew he was under the influence <laughs> you were also underlying which kind of makes sense you know when you watch yeah, Alice yeah, Wonderland yeah. or if you read it <laughs> um but it's 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 still good I, I don't know but um yeah this one's just kind of funny honestly like yeah that this guy might be a suspect <laughs> yeah but yeah um unlike the Edgar Allan Poe one there's not many theories to go along with it because again we don't know even who did it and what the motive was I, I definitely think with Joseph Barnett it just makes sense and there was motive that's again another thing why I just think like it's it would more likely be him because there's definitely a motive behind it and if Mm-hmm. there's no motive behind it then i mean i don't want to say what's the point because there is no point anyway in killing anyone i'm just saying that especially like why would a murderer kill people without a motive that's just really unusual yeah and just the fact that they were just so pretty like quite sneaky about it you know like just this whole thing because like you brought up ted bundy earlier and i was like Oh, yeah, but, like, you know, they figured out it was Ted Bundy, you know, if that makes sense. Well, he was like, I feel about. like Ted Bundy wasn't... Yeah, yeah, but this guy's, like... Well, actually, sorry. Like... Sorry, with Ted Bundy, I just realized he was kind of more shy about it, because then he only confessed, like, once he was on... Or in the electric chair, sorry. <laughs> oh, Ted, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um sorry i don't know what i think but um but with um i don't know with this one it's just kind of like it's kind of creepy like i think it's just kind of funny with not funny okay not funny but <laughs> it's, like I, keep, done that. I keep like yeah i know um with like murders like these especially when like i feel like yes it is creepy when you figure out who it is like you know just because you've really just like i guess you put a name to the face like you've you know, so it's just kind of like, whoa. But with this one, it's just kind of like, just the, like the crude no- notes that he would like send to the police department and how he would like just mutilate people. And it was just like, whoa, you know what I mean? I don't know. <laughs> well, so again, and it also happened know. like a while ago. Yeah, again, don't know if the notes were actually him, but yes, the true, way that he true. mutilated people was really weird. There is a thousand percent has to be motive for, to, for you to kill someone that viciously. I know, I know. I don't know. I mean, I guess this that's why this one remains unsolved. Solved. Oh my god. Okay. Well, I believe that brings us to an end to this episode. I hope you guys all enjoyed listening about jack the reaper i mean i'm sure a lot of you guys have heard about him. maybe you haven't 
I hope you guys, I guess, know more about the mystery now. Yeah, we hope this was like a good spooky story for you guys, you know. October's coming to an end soon, so might as well throw this one in. All right, bye guys, and we'll see you on the next episode.